Habsburg is my most played adversary. Whoa. Oh. Why? (laughs) 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 Who hurt you? (laughs) Yeah, why though? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Steve. Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a show all about the board game Spirit Island. Here we'll talk about analytics and strategies within the game, as well as a plethora of other topics that we found within it. Today we will close out the analysis of Habsburg by looking at all the data from our survey, in addition to your thoughts and comments as well. Yeah! Woohoo! go oh she's gone <laughs> and just oh, like no. that <laughs> she's a witch <laughs> bad hat, bad hat. <laughs> i'm not a witch how do you know she's a witch <laughs> she turned me into a newt a newt got better <laughs> i love that movie oh my word i love that just <laughs> the pause the awkward pause and then just the admission of well, i got better, I got better. like obviously guys <laughs> because you know i'm not, not a, newt a newt right newt. now <laughs> And that's something that you can, like, recover from, like, being transmogrified into an Maybe animal. Maybe she made them also get better. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I love it. Anyway, it's been way too long since I've seen that movie. Love it, though. I need to watch it again. Oh, yeah. What's so your favorite good. color? <laughs> <laughs> no! I don't, I don't. <laughs> okay, we gotta keep this focused. Okay, back. Time to look at Habsburg. You've heard all of our experiences with them and our personal comments and whatnot. Now it's time to get into the data. I love getting this into the data. This is my favorite part I think it is, these. honestly. I think it really is Hearing fun the to feedback. Just yeah, get people's opinions, and especially when those opinions are different. I think that's where it like really gets juicy, because that's where it gets fun. If everyone's yeah. saying the same thing, it's like, oh, okay. Russia, lure, 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 lure. Oh, okay, 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 all right, guys. Okay. Yeah, love you too. Okay, yeah. But when it's different, that's where it kind of makes me think. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where all those thought-provoking things happen. So, when it comes to our survey results, let's go and see what all of y'all had to say. I think we're both numbers guys, too, so yeah. I like seeing the polls. I like seeing how the numbers break down. So we normally would have a bottom five, top five, and an honorable mention. Mm -hmm. However, the data was a little sparse on the bottom list, so we're only going to have a bottom four. Don't worry, we're still going to have a top five and honorable mention, but the bottom five is actually a bottom four. So going off with the worst of the bottom four, which is in fact a compliment when you're the (laughs) when you are the worst of a bottom five. Yeah, like we said last time with Russia. So this is where right at the beginning. Here we go. I have (laughs) a massive curveball to throw at you. And when I saw this, on one hand, I was like, I 100% agree. And on the other hand, I'm like, what the heck, guys? And so we have a tie, a two-spirit tie in fourth place on our bottom four. 14% of people that voted claimed that Nightmare and Wildfire. What? I'm upset. Hold me back. What? Hold me back. Wildfire. (laughs) Okay, Nightmare. Let's do that one first. Okay. Nightmare, totally get it. Sure. Because Nightmare already has a massive problem, you know, with the whole physical realm thing. (laughs) (laughs) With, like, not being able to destroy anything. Bringer of dreams and nightmare, more like bringer of anxiety and stress. (laughs) (laughs) Because all these bad guys on the board. So, Habsburg is going, and you need to get rid of their towns, and you want to use Dahan to help you. And it just feels like their towns are multiplying. But they get double towns. Yeah. So, 
imagine all the stress you had with Nightmare, but just twice as fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun, Bob. It's not great. (laughs) So, yeah, this kind of just accentuates Nightmare's style. I'm not going to say flaws, because it's not a flaw that Nightmare can't interact. Just a different way to play the game. It's a different style, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think Habsburg plays quite nicely into Mm -mm. (laughs) Nightmare. At least for me, I like getting those towns off the board. Right. Off the island. Yep. My problem, though, is wildfire. So that's wrong. Why (laughs) is wildfire at the bottom of a bottom four? Maybe people still don't like blight. (laughs) I think the community, we're inching towards, like, blight being more of a resource. We don't like blight spirits. (laughs) Guys, the elephant in the room is wildfire is one of the best spirits to counter out Habsburg. Like, how the heck is wildfire this low? (laughs) So this makes me laugh. Honestly, I'm guessing this is probably people who, in line with what you were saying, still are resistant to blight Mm -hmm. spirits and maybe people who aren't really accustomed to that character's gameplay style because they just assume blight equates to bad. And so if there's a spirit that does blight, that means blight equals bad. Mm -hmm. But still, I'm like, what? Well, this is what this podcast is for. We're we're introducing people. (laughs) Hey, wildfire, like we've said, got a buff. Right. So when I'm looking at how in the world could they possibly be looking at wildfire negatively? Okay, well, what I can give you is maybe it's the range. Because wildfire doesn't have good range. Mm-hmm. Wildfire is a pugilistic master. Range zero aficionado. Yeah. But ranged attacks are very bad with that character. All of their damage that is at range zero is free. All of their damage that is at range costs energy. So this can quickly convey to the player that this character is much better at close-up and personal as opposed to long-range stuff. Perhaps that is what the people who voted for Wildfire being poor against Habsburg were thinking. Range zero is always difficult. The innate is range zero, like you said, a lot of the cards. And then just the growth, obviously presence, is in one spot. Right. So... I will get into later why I personally think Wildfire is great against Habsburg, but for now, we'll just keep it right here and move on to number three. Third place in our bottom four, we have a four-way tie between Base Shadows, Base Lightning, Ocean, and Mist. Wow. 18% of all voters voted for these individuals. Man, Lightning keeps showing up on these bottoms. (laughs) What happened to Lightning? And Mist, too. Come on. (laughs) So let's go ahead and look at it one at a time. Okay. Base Shadows, I get it. Hasbrook doesn't really do a whole lot with Explorers. Sure. And since Shadows is anti-explore, it's like, uh, well, they're doing a lot of towns. Shadows can protect a Han. <laughs> well, but the land still blights. <laughs> and that way, Shadows is actually not so bad, because Shadows will usually blight things anyway, and <laughs> Habsburg actually gets weaker with blight, so that's like when two wrongs make a right, you're like, oh, hey, yeah, two this negatives. character constantly blights, and this <laughs> <laughs> adversary gets hurt by blight, so it's like, well, when you're sloppy and poor enough of a spirit that you can actually accidentally win, it's just sure. like one of those old-timey silent film where the character is kind of a buffoon, kind of like a Three Stooges character where they accidentally clutch their way into here and there and they actually solve problems by accidentally, you know, completing it, you know? I just feel like it's picking on Base Shadows. Like, guys, we get the spirit is not (laughs) Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, Base Shadows doesn't do a whole lot against towns and Base Shadows is just so clunky. Oh my gosh. That energy track is (laughs) Oh, it is easily the worst. Favorites. Oh, you start with zero energy and one card. 
play. You get no elements to help you, no reclaim one, and your rate of improvement is just so bad. Never look at the highest tier level of your innate. You'll never get it. Oh, and the reclaim cycle? Oh, it's bad <laughs> for them. What do you get when you reclaim? Well, I can get my cards back and grab a power card. Energy? That That's it? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh. Anyway, so moving on to base lightning. Now, this, again, is shocking. Lightning was lower on Russia, too. Right, and base lightning would be topping the charts if it wasn't for durable. Mm. And durable is like, hey, you can't blow me up anymore. So that loophole that destroyed all of England's towns can no longer work here. It's just so fine to see lightning so low. I know. The reason why lightning is low, it has to be because although lightning is so good against buildings, that durable counters them so hard. Yeah. Lightning is all out attacks against buildings specifically, but they are very poor against explorers. Being poor against explorers is not bad against Hasbro. That's fine. That's fine. Whatever. The thing that sucks is the fact that you have this kit that is completely dedicated to destroying buildings, and yet destroy effects can no longer blow up those towns. It gets changed. It's too damaged. (laughs) No, it's just too damaged. So you can literally blow up half of them. Yeah. And so during your moments of reloading that base lightning will have, the buildings that you only destroyed 50% of, Mm -hmm. the other 50% is just going to keep smacking you while you're <laughs> reloading. I feel Hapsburg is the counterpick to Lightning. Yeah. I never want to play Lightning yeah. against this adversary. No, I wouldn't either. Ugh. Yep. When we look at Ocean and why Ocean is thwarted by Habsburg, I can see off the top of my head, I would probably say it's because the bad guys spam a lot in the inland. They do build double towns, but that's only on inland lands. And guess where Ocean statistically will have the most trouble? It's always inland. Inland. Can Ocean get to the inland lands with various cards? Yes. Sure. Is it possible for you to wreak havoc on lands that are not the coast? Yes. But you have to get cards to do that and have friends help. I wouldn't say it's common that you're just having So what this influence. means yeah. is that it will usually take some time before you can go. Or luck. Right. Card luck draws. to get there as well. Yeah. Hence why this will take a lot of time sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you'll get lucky and it won't take as long. But Ocean isn't proficient on the inland. Mm. And guess where Habsburg gets literally double towns? Oh yeah. In the, the inland. inland. <laughs> yeah. so, so you have to play deeper, I guess. Right. Then the fact that Ocean can't just straight up destroy any towns with drowning mm-hmm. unless the ocean is blighted, which you're going to have to have Scotland there in order to have that right. happen. So, so it's not going to happen. Or unless it cascades into the ocean. Or it cascades somehow. But the thing is, as we described in last episode, luckily, if you have a blighted coastal land and you would drown a town from any land that is not blighted, you can go deal two damage to that guy and move him back to an ocean land that is blighted and then he dies immediately. Does ocean not get the energy then? Because You don't. Wow. Wow. The only time Ocean ever gets energy from the drowning is if they die when they go into the drain. Yeah. So So you would need it from explorers or cities. cities, For these reasons, this is why Ocean, I agree, is not so great with Habsburg. Yeah. When it comes to Mist, the poor thing that Mist has to do is Mist has to go and tick down away, tick away, tick away, tick away twice as much health on those towns for fear and energy and whatnot until they're dead. I don't see Mist. I'll be honest with you. You know me, I look at Mist very favorably in all circumstances. And I do agree that Mist, in the third place here with Shadows, Lightning, Ocean, and Mist, I think Mist is easily the best of that quartet. Oh, yeah. And so Mist has 
has some really great damage potential, mm-hmm. and especially in the late game, it's absolutely phenomenal and decent control here. Yeah, you can stop so, them from building into towns because you control explorers. I think what people are probably getting at is the whole doing minimal damage, which is over time good, and you can save damage, yes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is towns have four health. So just simply that whole process will take longer than usual. And they're mobile because right. they get gathered. That said, you still can do a lot of damage yeah. to a lot of towns because you have so many damage to each invader powers. I don't think the double towns is going to be so bad because you have so many one damage to each invader capabilities that if you did that with one town or three towns, doesn't matter. They can have any number of towns. You're still damaging them for the same rate. And I feel like Blight isn't as much as an issue with Mist because like no. you've stated, being so mobile and matrix dodging. I have never lost a presence with Mist. Exactly. So Not I've... once due to a ravaging Blight that came in. So Due to events, sure. Oh, yeah. Because you can't stop that sometimes. But it is so easy to evade incoming Blight with Mist. Right. That is one of the reasons why I actually like pairing Mist with some Blight users. Because, oh, oh, I'm playing Mist and Wildfire. Well, let me just do Flowing in Silent Forms dart by, pull in Wildfire, they do damage when they move, and since I would die because Wildfire put a presence here, whoop, I just push instead. Or, I just play a single power card in the fast phase, I'm out of there, then I play a power in the slow phase, move right back into where I just was. It is so easy. I think that's why I think Mist doesn't belong here. Because you can swoop back into a blighted land and those towns are weak there. Yep. And those just a lot more people that you can milk. I know it's per land, of course, but still, I can understand it. I don't agree with it, but I can come on to that level and say, well, they are slower in the early game and they won't appreciate the extra damage from the extra towns, but you can kill those extra towns just as fast as one of those towns or two of them or three of them. You can kill any number of them pretty quick. Unfortunately, though, they have four health, so it's going to take a little bit longer. But I still think it can be done. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. So, moving on to second place. Our second worst voted on character for Habsburg was Base Earth. Mm. 32% of all voters voted for Base Earth. Me, because that Defend 3 just because... It's overpowered pretty pretty quick, especially from far-flung herds as well. And the inability to really stop high amounts of damage from your starting hand. You can stop 7 because you have Guard the Healing Land, which is 4, and you have your Sacred Sites, which is 3, and that's not bad. That's a decent number for early game. That's fine. But unless you find other cards that you can go ahead and copy, and yes, I understand that you could probably copy Guard the Healing Land and get another 4 in there so you can crank it up to 11. But you're saying with its starting kits. Yeah. It's not. The thing is, is that even though you can get widespread defense, which is good, because of their mobile herds, you're not going to be able to keep up with them a lot because you're not so mobile yourself. No. You have sacred sites which get you defense, but they're going to be moving around on you all the time and attacking from various places. And far-flung herds is going to be spreading damage in lands that you weren't originally anticipating because when those towns moved, it kind of shifted where you thought the attacks were going to come in right. from. Right. What about a year of perfect stillness? You're of Perfect Stillness is still a great card. Because you would keep everything there. They can't move from it. It still is a wonderful card, but it is a stalling card. Mm. And buyer beware when it comes to stalling. The more you use stalling tactics, the more you need stalling tactics. That's my problem with Earth. I lean too hard on that card. Yeah, and it becomes a snowball where it's like, okay, I'm going to start stalling a little bit, stalling a little bit, but your problem never gets solved. Mm. So you're just constantly stalling, constantly stalling. Your problem will always grow, but it'll never hurt you because you keep 
stalling. And they keep building double towns. But they keep <laughs> building double towns. So your rate of keeping the dike in order as you keep putting finger in after finger in the hole in the dike, you're like, yeah. uh-oh, I have like three fingers left, and then two more show up. Uh-oh, one finger, six more show up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Many Minds, come over here and help! <laughs> nope. <laughs> On a side note, I think Earth and Many Minds are probably the best stallers in the game. Yeah. I, and so stalling isn't going to be so great. Not against Habsburg. Yeah. I think their mobility, their access to high damage, and flexible movement of that incoming damage would hurt them a lot. Then, here we are at number one. 68% of all voters voted for our number one. This spirit was riding so high from (laughs) Russia. Sharp fangs behind the leaves. And it's because of one reason, in my opinion. Light everywhere. Raging hunt. (laughs) And sharp fangs' inability to do stuff on blighted lands. Now, you've had some pretty cool games, solo games, where it's just you playing sharp fangs. Mm -hmm. And you've had these cool workarounds Mm -hmm. dealing with blight. Do you think it's possible? I can't wait to describe and get into my fun loopholes that I like to use with Fangs to get around blight. Oh, it's incredible to watch you play it. But the only problem is that with Habsburg, you're going to want blight. So your incentive to heal it is actually going to be pretty low. (laughs) Because (laughs) it weakens the towns. Yeah, because it weakens the towns. So the players all around you want to keep blight, but you don't want to have blight. By the way, Keeper doesn't like to have blight either. Right. I can understand though because Keeper's ridiculously high late game gets damage yeah. ceiling is pretty good here so that's why I don't think we saw Keeper here but I just want to remind people that everyone always picks on Fangs for the purposes of blight mm-hmm. and not being able to exist with blight and I agree that is a truthful statement but don't forget Keeper doesn't like blight either. Serpent as well struggles right? with growing <laughs> with blight. So anyway back to Fangs. Fangs can do absolute wonders in lands that are healthy. Problem though is that if the land is healthy, so are the herds. Yep. So is Habsburg. For health. Yeah. And many of them (laughs) have for health. So poor Fangs can actually stop a lot of builds over the course of the game because of prey on the builders. Which would be helpful. That's quite useful. That's actually very useful. And their damage, which is consistent, is actually really nice as well because Habsburg won't do anything against your beasts. So that's nice. Like how Russia would kill beasts. Right. Habsburg doesn't care. Nope. You're still good there. And with some beast events, you could probably actually pull a surprisingly decent game with Fangs, I think, against Habsburg. But the fact that you are probably going to be blighting a little bit more often due Mm -hmm. to the fact that they just have so many towns inland, in tandem with the fact that you don't want to get rid of that blight, you actually want the blight there, means that Fangs no-go zone becomes kind of the whole board. Oh no. Oh no. no. (laughs) And if you do keep it healthy, then their escalation effect will come at you and punish you for having the island too healthy, which Fangs might not be able to contain as well as other characters. I feel like Fangs would be workable. For me, Lightning and Ocean would be my worst too. I think I would agree with that, actually. Earth wouldn't be the worst. I don't think so. Decently. eh. But yeah, when I look at this bottom four, this list of the bottom four placements, I'm looking at Fangs. I can work with that. Mist, I can work with that. And Wildfire... (laughs) 
<laughs> you have worked with that. We'll comment on this in about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but Lightning, I wouldn't want to do that fight. This is a unique bottom four. It is. I was surprised with a lot of these. Some of these I get. A lot of them I understand. Most I understand, except for one. But um, I feel as if some you can work with. Some mm-hmm. are, yeah, I get it. And some are just absolutely offensive. And like you talked about Ocean, it's just so difficult at oh, times. I've had some games yeah. playing as Ocean. I'm like, I'm not getting good cards right. to get to the inland. Right. D-board. Yeah. <laughs> I need to play T-board more. Alrighty. Well, let's go ahead and change this negative conversation into one of positive. Good. Let's go ahead and look at the honorable mentions. Today, we had two honorable mentions as far as how the data worked itself out. There were a lot of like sporadic low numbers in the statistics. So we only had two that managed to get into the honorable mentions and they were close to the top five. Yes. Just edged out of the top five. We have green and travel river. I like both those. It's like you and me right now. There's (laughs) our OG characters. I love both those. I could definitely see green. I I definitely see it. Preventing builds. Yes. I thought green would be higher. (laughs) I think so too. Yeah. Because I love not destroying sacred sites. Not that I love it, but it's like, it's such a good part of the kits. Yep. The reason why I can see it not making it into the top five from the footage I've seen with my experience with green against Habsburg. Okay. Being able to attack buildings is something that green can do very well. However, the bonus health that those buildings have is going to be just the same as Mist's problem. Yeah. It takes twice as long to do. That's not going to be so great here for green. Furthermore, green is really good at keeping the land clean and healthy. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, Hasberg will thrive with. Mm. You are literally plants. What do they like? Plants. If the plant is healthy, so are they. That's true. That said, your ability to quickly cancel things is great and can stall them very, very well. And then just pull jungle hungers, game over, you win. Yep. Oh, destroy all towns. Yes. Destroy all explorers. And heck, you even get rid of a city too, which oh, is Oh, that's nice. true. You yep. have the threshold. Hey. So, Travel River. Ah, love it. Love Travel River. It's interesting to me to see various spirits on these towns. Top and bottom fives and how an aspect will perform with a base version sometimes. I think Travel River, obviously when they have their four to Han, that creates a sacred site and also that gives them defend one. Against Habsburg, who cares? So I think I think at times that defend one who isn't, it, it's just, it's not the best. No, I know. And do you think to Han using strategies are not so great against Habsburg? Again, like we've talked about defense isn't that great against Habsburg it's and you not. need to defend for to the right, Han. and to Han, you know, they do two damage, which is, hey, good job, guys, but just, ah... Uh kind of need a little bit more though you yeah. know unless the land's blighted and you don't get that sacred site reliability do you think that has a factor I think so because you want to have the Dahan if you're using them to fight back so you want right. them to be spread out but you also need at least four to create a sacred site so it yeah. is like do I push them or do I keep them right so well, I see it we've talked about the aspects I think there are definitely things where Travel River excels at and is so good and mobile and can move Dahan around to other yeah. spirits around the board but mm-hmm. sometimes Base River is steady yeah I look at Travel River 
and their fantastic control. And, you know, I think that can actually help really well against Habsburg. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know that Habsburg is going to be going and moving a lot of their towns, but it's actually really nice that you can be like, no, I said over there. <laughs> and so you can continually kind of flow them away from certain spots. Sure. I think that's very useful here. I think that's why they got onto the honorable mentions, but maybe, like you said, that Dahan using strategy to defend one. Yeah, probably... Specifically against Habsburg, that could keep them from the top five. I see. I can see it. Alrighty, now time to get to the top five. Ooh. In fifth place, we have a four-way tie. Oh, okay. 20% of all voters voted for these spirits. We have Downpour, Finder, Lure, and Volcano. I see all of these. I see all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Lure might be a little bit higher just because they break them down, the towns. It doesn't really care about health. Right. It just gathers them in. Actually, breaking them down is quite useful. Yeah. Because downgrading a Habsburg town is really useful. It's more important than getting rid of a city. Right. That's where all of their bonuses come from, are from their towns. Yeah. So if you can get rid of their towns, sweet. So I thought Lure would be a little bit higher. Right. We had Lure in our Habsburg game, I think one of the reasons why they weren't so hot is because Lure, Lure likes to set up token factories of sadness. <laughs> and so they will set up and spit all of these tokens into these depots, these yeah. weapons depots, and they need to gather the bad guys into these depots and kill them there. Unfortunately, they're not going to be going explicitly where you gather them because sometimes they're going to be moving away from you. That said, Lure does have some controlling effects, but not as much as, say, River or Finder, perhaps. Right. But you do have some. But the problem here is that Lure is most effective in those token factories of sadness, those lands where you set that up. And if your opponent is running away from your factory of sadness, you can't kill them there. And so your effectiveness to damage them isn't as good. It's hard to plan ahead with Habsburg. Yeah, it is because they're so mobile. Yeah. I liked Finder and Downpour. Downpour. Because of those incredibly mobile spirits. Mobile spirits. Isolation. Especially Downpour. There's nothing adjacent. So the towns can't gather anywhere. Yeah. Like ace. So I do like those two as well. Yes, I really like those ones as well. Downpour can really bring the pain as well. If you could just find a simple damaged card, you can be like, Spend repeat that. it four more times. Yeah, exactly. Who cares about the towns? Furthermore, Downpour can get such stupid high numbers of defense that you can match Habsburg probably with decent regularity. Oh, yeah. Just with so its innate. It's funny whenever there is a adversary that kind of isn't so great for defense-centered builds and like all the defense Defenders like, eh, nah, defenders aren't really great. Look, Earth was on the bottom five. That's true. Eh, that's kind of like a defense first character. And, you know, Nightmare really likes to have defense mm-hmm. as well. And that's kind of bottom four. And then whenever there's these instances, Downpour's like, yeah, I'm a defender, but I'm not in the bottom four like <laughs> any of the other guys. Why? Because Downpour Spam. can just spam defense to a ludicrous. It's insane. Ludicrous amount. You're not getting that fight back because the Dahan are also sludging in the mud. Right, but still, when you have a ton of damage coming at you with all of these extra towns who are doing extra damage because, oh, hey, look, there's a single adjacent town. And you can be like, yeah, I'm just going to rain and... I can completely match your incoming damage. No one's doing anything. It's a downpour. Right. Oh, and I isolate it so you guys aren't moving. Nice. So you can pin people in place.
place and not have blight enter. Spam foundation sink into mud. Just keep hitting yep. those buildings yep. if it's a wetland over and over again. So downpour can stall very decently well. I do think green can stall yeah. this adversary a lot. When we played, green was stalling them very well. Wasn't really proactively acting against them until the very late game, but was doing a very good job at stalling oh, yeah. them. Downpour, I think, has the stalling capabilities that are needed against Habsburg really well. Even and better can than Finder. themselves find just a minor power yeah. that does damage and just spam that sucker over and over again. Oh, yeah. So that is really nice. I do think Downpour deserves this place on the top five. I agree, because we've talked about this. Just the more I play Downpour, just not that they are broken, but very strong. <laughs> You know, it's one of those funny things where the more I learn about Downpour, the stronger they get. <laughs> yeah, it's insane their capabilities <laughs> against top tier adversaries. It's great. I love Downpour. What do you think about Finder? Finder, for the same reasons of isolation, I agree. The spam isolation. I wish Finder was a bit more offensive. Yeah. And I think that's where the capability of low offense is kind of hurting Finder here. But being able to go anywhere, no one can control like Finder. So if bad guys are going and moving into various spots, Finder's like, <laughs> get back here. <laughs> <laughs> where you go over there. <laughs> Finder is just a border collie that's just hurting all these invaders into clumps of desired locations like sheep in a corral. <laughs> but the towns aren't going anywhere. I don't know. You know, I love Finder, but yep. just like you're saying, you need to find an offensive card or have yeah. a buddy on your team. Or have a buddy on your team. But Finder can corral bad guys so ridiculously mm-hmm. well and to such a ridiculous extreme that here, it's quite nice to be like, hey, look at this mobile enemy that's dancing all around the place. You can be like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> heads up, heads up. Okay, let's get organized over here and let's set you up over here and set up over there. Yeah. And sooner or later, within three turns, Turns, the adversary's like, oh, okay, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. Okay, all, I'll go over here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just, okay. They're all clumped up and not going anywhere. <laughs> not they're, going anywhere. They're nowhere. Because you bundled them up there and you isolated them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's one thing that will be great against Finder. And because with Downpour and Finder, the isolation, you know where you want to isolate. Mm-hmm. It's not like a random thing where I'm just going to try to stop and explore. Like, no, I'm going to keep this town and lock it down here. That power becomes Bam. much more stronger. Right. Yeah. And you definitively have a spot where you can point to like that is what I need isolated. Mm-hmm. When you're stopping and explore, it's like, well, I'm not sure. At it, best, it's like a 50-50. Right, because you don't know what card's going to yeah. come up for the explore. So you're kind of like, uh, unless Fractured Days is here, I can't really pinpoint exactly sure. where I should isolate. But here, all these towns are in one spot. Isolate that spot. They can't move. So it's going to be true. fantastic. Volcano is interesting because I think Volcano's consistent damage in multiple lands Mm. that are reaching decently high numbers is what put them on the top five. You can spam bad lands over the course of the game. And as a result of that, you can actually overcome the high health that these towns have. Yes, I know that might take some time. But still, when you have the capability to attack two lands at a time pretty much every single turn, and you can do it with high damage, and you yourself can add Blight out there to a lot of lands. Hey, a lot of these lands are healthy. Well, let me just go and boom. Okay, now there's like six lands that are blighted. Now I can just go and smack all of you. Now they can go on a killing spree. (laughs) Overkill. (laughs) So I think Volcano as an attacker is going to perform very well. And Volcano is the first of a very specific thing 
theme against Habsburg that we described last time, which is if you are a fire using blight user, yeah. you are going to be going ham usually <laughs> against Habsburg. And oh look, Volcano is a fire using attacking hey, blight user. what do you know? It's the first and it definitely will not be the last. And the times that we've played Volcano or both of us have seen Volcano on the boards, mm-hmm. they tend to be inland because they want to yeah. have that spread. They're usually trying not to get stuck on the mountain and the coast. I find my empathy and my appreciation for a volcano steadily increasing yeah. as the weeks go by. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like you? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> These jagged earth spirits are continually winning mm-hmm. me over. Would you like to introduce our four? Number four, Base River! <laughs> yeah, I agree. If you have wildfire on your team. Hey! <laughs> 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 because I was pushing them around, yep. but you kind of need to, like we were saying, put them into a furnace. Yep. So Remember how we were talking about how it's interesting that aspects of certain spirits will be lower on a list where a base one is higher? Yep. This is what I was talking about. I agree. 28% of all voters voted for base River. River has so much control, so even if yeah. they are moving around, you can be like, hey, get back here. Like, and massive away flooding them. Massive was flooding. so great. But they have extra health. We'll just make sure you conglomerate them into a blighted land. Yeah, and I would let them blight the lands. We would take the blights and put it on the adversary card so mm-hmm. we would keep track of it. But then, everything's weakened now. Right. So in the slow phase, like you said, massive it's flooding. It's a price worth paying. I think so. Know? And then just wipe out all those towns. Oh, yeah. It's just complete decimation when you can gather them as well as River can, just gathering towns, gathering towns, gathering towns. That's what I was doing how many like towns did you have in that one land when you did your massive It flooding? was like seven? It was a lot. Oh. It was a massive <laughs> a lot. And I hit the city because it was along the coast. So yeah. I hit the city in the fast phase. Yeah. Got that one too. Nice. Hey. And you did it multiple times that game too. Yes. It was fantastic. It was pretty cool. You got a ton of fear for it too, I remember. I mean, it was the first time I generated fear was in the middle of the game until I... <laughs> That's beside the point. But, <laughs> but it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. So yeah, I say that River definitely deserves a place on the top five in fourth place. So you... now we get to our top three. Yes. So moving into our bronze medal contender, we have with 52% of people who voted on the survey voted for our number three. Heart of the Wildfire. Yes! Easily, easily one of the best picks. A lot of you, when you think about Habsburg, and once you hear that they have a weakness to blight, you're going to think of three spirits. Mm-hmm. And we're about to get into all of these top <laughs> Here's three. Here's those three spirits. So nobody is surprised to see these three, but I think it's kind of interesting to see where they all fell. I will get into that, I think, once we completely unveil okay. our number one, two, and three. But in third place, officially, Wildfire. Oh my goodness. Wildfire deserves to be on the top of this list Ooh. out of 24 spirits. You know, in the top portion oh, of okay. this list. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like number as one. As opposed to, well, look, they were in the bottom four. Yeah. And yet... <laughs> that was... Okay. I don't know if we were just getting trolled or what that was. I don't know. <laughs> no, Wildfire deserves to be on top. Wildfire counters Habsburg so hard. Oh, my goodness. It feels like you're playing with scissors and they are paper. It was a slaughter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I destroyed so many towns. My board was clear. 
clear by turn four we or five. In, yeah, it, it was, was like around there. And I it was, was funneling absolutely all insane. my explorers and towns onto your it boards. It was fantastic. John kept pushing all of his bad guys onto my board. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I have an eternal fire cooking over here in that sand. Just keep putting them on there. And they just kept roasting to death. It was amazing. Oh my goodness. You can add blight when you enter a land. And the moment you do so, their bonus health goes away, which means all that damage that you have can just go and roast everyone immediately. It's incredible. And guess what? They are constantly moving. No worries. It's not as if I have blighted lands with my presence everywhere. Oh, yeah. So that Firestorm can just go and cook them again. (laughs) As you know, Firestorm is absolutely magnifique in lands where you already were. Firestorm is so great because it is an ability that can go and do damage in a land that you already were in. So, so long as you are dancing in a spot and you were there once before, oh, no, they moved to a spot I used to be in. Okay, just turn on burner number four. <laughs> oh, they moved again. All right, turn on burner number one and you keep burning them because yeah. you have burners everywhere. So not only can you literally jump with the bad guys, they moved over here. <laughs> Get back here and set them on fire. You're right because sometimes even like as River, it felt like a little whack-a-mole like, oh no, no, over here and they right. kept moving and right. River's like, no, no, stop, stop. Right. But with you, you're just like, who cares where they Who move? cares? It's like the Italian guy from Atlantis who has TNT oh, yeah. everywhere and he's just <laughs> blowing up everything and what was that one quote. It's not from that movie, but it was, there is no problem on this earth that cannot be solved with the precise application of primed explosives. (laughs) (laughs) There's a roadblock. (laughs) Kaboom. This probably took like hundreds of years to carve. I blew it down in like five seconds, ten tops. Tops. (laughs) (laughs) So when Habsburg is moving around on you and you're playing as wildfire, it's like you still have TNT in a land back Mm -hmm. there. Oh no, they went back to that sand. Boop. Blow up. Oh no, they went back over there. I have a C4. I have a bomb at every single one of these locations that I went to. And so I can't tell you how many times they went to a spot and I was like, oh, look, they went to a land I used to be on. So that means it's blighted, which means they don't have extra health. (laughs) Asphyxiating smoke. (laughs) Dead. They died. And so or late game when you unlocked Firestorm oh, in the highest so tier. Great. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, there's people in my lands? They're oh, all gone. It's so great. And guess what? Their escalation effect will never happen against you. It never did. It never did because the <laughs> land was too blighted. It was so much blight that it's like, hey, if you keep the land healthy, the bad guys move faster against you. Yeah, that never happened because I had the land saturated with blight. And that's a good thing because they never had bonus health on my board. I had fire and blight just covering my board. So you can move with the bad guys. You can take their bonus health away all the time. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you are, they don't have their bonus health. They are dying in the droves. By the gross, they are dying. It is so great. Then even if they do get around you and they got to a land that you aren't in, it was a land that you were probably already in in the past. Sure. So you can just go and be like, <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> so you are just killing so much. It, it might have been so great. the strongest or second strongest I've seen Wildfire. Yeah, you really do feel like the Grim Reaper scythe. Yeah. Just a complete reaping. It was so great. And the fear that you're getting from it is just so fantastic. It felt like you were being a fear spirit. I mean, with the high levels that they can get to, with all the double building and all that 
that jazz with them moving, I yeah. still had a clear board by turn four. Or five-ish. Does that tempt you at all? <laughs> because it should. If you've ever had problem with Habsburg, bring Wildfire and just see how ridiculously awesome it is to kill and clear your board by turn four. Add that extra bite to the blank card. That's right. <laughs> but you want that. Yeah. So, anyway, that is our number three. Number two, 72% of all voters. This is a decent jump in percentages. Wildfire had 52% of voters. And our second place contender, our silver medalist, has 72%. So that's 20% better. Yeah. Fun fact, our third place was actually our first and second place for a while until more votes came in. And then the ratios kind of solidified. Number two. Vengeance as a burning plague. Hey, oh, vengeance. look, another fire element heavy blight user. <laughs> they use blight as badlands. What do you know? Right. They use blight for bonus damage. <laughs> you're going to be saturating the field with it. So you're like, oh, hey, look, bonus damage. Oh, hey, look, disease, which counters builds, which they're doing a lot. And once you have so much blight on the field and you want to have blight on the field, you get bonus damage out the wazoo. It's insane. <laughs> it is absolutely insane. And with their one card strike low with sudden fevers you could skip a ravage action hey hey so that's it's never bad <laughs> especially against habsburg where they're mm-hmm. gathering all these people and skipped <laughs> you had all this pent-up anger and gonna fight the lands nope you know habsburg is like one of those type a personalities that's very clean and very whatnot and then the top three is full of just type b <laughs> Whatever. I'll get to These it later. These sloppy, <laughs> just destructive and dirty creatures and dirty spirits are like, eh, whatever. Literally plagues. <laughs> Literally plagues. So wildfire makes sense that it would be well suited against a livestock colony because of the fact that you're setting animals on fire and they hate that. Yeah. Well, vengeance is coming in here and poisoning them and making them all sick. So that's not good. So that also makes sense. <laughs> no. Oh, that's true. It makes a whole yeah. lot of sense. Everyone's dying in their lands. Yep. And once a land is blighted, Vengeance can just enact a killing spree. Very similar to Wildfire. Wildfire didn't need to set the board first. Wildfire kind of sets the board as they do it, Mm -hmm. so that Vengeance can go and be like, kapow! Once the board is set, Vengeance is like probably one of the fastest killing attackers I've ever seen. Once (laughs) the board is prepped. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's what you just said. I need to accept that Vengeance is going to become a blighted island. That card's going to flip. I'm not there yet, Ryan. I need to get there. Yep. Once you accept that, I haven't seen spirits kill as quickly as vengeance can once the board is set. But a lot of people have problems setting that board because you have to do it by letting bad guys hurt you usually. Here, though, this is actually a good thing. You want them to hurt you. You want to get disease out there because disease means extra damage for some powers and it means preventing build Mm -hmm. as well, which is also going to be really nice. So in tandem, you have, let's see, a lot of blight that does bonus damage and a lot of disease. Stop builds. You can stop a ravage. Right. What does Vengeance do for their gameplay? They have two main pillars that they rely upon for their gameplay. It's Blight and it's Disease. Both of which are incredibly useful against Habsburg. So I know that there are many people, outspoken ones, within the community that love this little lizard. Yeah. I am being swayed. I just need to start playing Vengeance more. Because I was very hesitant. As we talked about in our initial thoughts and impressions, Mm -hmm. especially after what we saw them to be in the beta version. Mm -hmm. I'm getting back on board. This is honestly pushing me towards wanting to play Vengeance. Mm -hmm. This whole poll that we had. Mm -hmm. Calibrating your mental alignment with this character's gameplay style is what will unlock empathy with us to Vengeance, I think. I'm still working uphill to get there. 
Yeah, yeah. We are not accustomed to Vengeance's gameplay style Mm-mm. yet. We usually like to play in a different way. So that is why I think it's taken us a little longer to get to Vengeance as a good spirit. Yeah. Because we're just simply not accustomed to that gameplay style quite yet. So with that being said, though, we cannot ignore the amazing right. capability that Vengeance has against this adversary. Because, I mean, both innates do damage. Both mm-hmm. of Vengeance's innates. And like you said, it stacks up really quick late game when the island looks decimated. It looks like a loss condition, but Vengeance is like, alright, this is perfect. This is my wheelhouse. Right on. And now... Our number one. Number one. With 84% of all voters voted for our number one. Goodness. And nobody is surprised. Just like Lure was the obvious gold medal winning champion of countering Russia, Stone's unyielding defiance wins the trophy or the belt, depending on what sport you're playing. Sure. For countering Habsburg. Some have said that Stone is the strongest and most direct counter to anything in the game. Wow. Yeah, that's a bold statement. I can see why. I can totally see why Stone is going to be wonderful here because guess what the bad guys are doing with all their builds? Getting more towns. Yeah. Getting extra damage. Okay, well, guess what? You can live with Blight. So if Blight shows up, you're like, eh. If Blight comes in, eh. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then because you can do, you can reflect all the damage that they're using against you. And oh, are they doing bonus damage with their level six thing? Oh, yeah. Huh, that'd be a shame if I took that bonus damage and said, ha no, you. <laughs> right back at you, bud. <laughs> right back at you. So that totally makes sense in my opinion. And they have the innate work. The blight comes from, from the, the box, box instead oh. of the card. And what does Habsburg say when it's removed from the card? So it's like, ah, yep. that loophole. And so not only can you set the board with blight but you can make it come from the box and Hasbro's like wait a minute but, no but, but supposed to come from the card. Wait, you're supposed to come from the- no <laughs> it's a different kind it's of like blight when you rob a conceited bully at the playground of his one favorite toy or yeah. something but wait I'm supposed to be the toughest <laughs> yeah. no I'm take my ball home and cry <laughs> I'm cool guys trust me <laughs> yeah sure you are Jimmy yeah no I was about to say Stone laughs in the face of Habsburg but I don't think Stone would laugh they would just coldly go another earth rock type right. spirit yeah right. i see stone is very grunty or get off my lawn type thing so when you look at our top three it is stone vengeance and wildfire oh look all blight users yeah no shock here no surprise with me no shock here no i'm actually gonna usher a statement here that some people might contest Ooh. but at least let me tell you why i think so break it down i think wildfire is number one to oh, me uh, but, yeah but stone but stone vengeance answer me this I cleared my board on turn four. You did. I don't think Stone or Vengeance could kill it that fast. They're not as quick. Now, I will say that Stone and Vengeance will have better range. Yeah. But I cleared my board turn four. Did you? No. I don't think so. (laughs) But I think Wildfire's effects just happen faster. Stone and Vengeance, I think, can probably actually do more and do higher damage. But they have to set the dance floor just a little bit longer. Wildfire, right from the gate, is burning things alive. Right. Stone and Vengeance, like you said, mid to late game. Yep. is when they turn on the jets. I think they can do more, but it just takes longer to get there. But like I said, clear my board, turn four. But what if you never five. need to get there? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, hey, these guys can do more than you did. Yeah, but what I did was faster. 
was 100% of the bad guys already dead. <laughs> so, so like, oh, a, yeah, well, I could have killed 200%. Well, 100% is still enough. Right. So. <laughs> a win's a win. What if you can win the game in terror level two? Yeah. Where Stone, like, you're probably going to win the game. I mean, look at our game. Stone took a while before she did anything pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And I was just kind of on fire. <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. You were on fire. Oh, that was such a fun game. But no, I mean, it's kind of semantics to see, well, who should get gold medal versus bronze medal out of 24 spirits in the game when there's like competition. Top is pretty good. Have you ever seen those sissy fights where people are slapping each other? Ow, no, stop like, it. Ow, stop. Ow, stop. This is kind of like that level of petty. Like, who cares? Pick wildfire, go ham. Pick stone, go ham. Pick vengeance, go ham. Is it kind of silly to say who's number one when it's really number three or two according to our survey? It doesn't yeah, just pick a blight user, you're fine. Pick one of these guys, you'll do just fine. Volcano, if you want to, sweet. That also works. Uh, I like Volcano. I like yep. where Volcano's at on the list as well. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. Our bottom four was Nightmare Wildfire, following up by Shadows, Lightning, Ocean, Mist, Earth, and Fangs. But then our honorable mention, Green and Travel River. Woo! And then our top five, Downpour, Finder, Lure, Volcano, Base River, Wildfire, Vengeance, and Stone. That's a good list. Good list. Now let's go see what you all had to say. Oh, I love the comments. Hooray. So to start with Reddit, we have a few comments about Habsburg and their thoughts. Bye-bye. Tentative Frey said, This is probably pretty obvious, but Stone's unyielding defiance feels like a hard counter to Habsburg. There it is. There it is. Hey, lure, 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 lure. lure. Get ready to hear a lot of Stone, y'all. <laughs> its unique rule lets it basically neutralize the level four durable towns. Yep. Yep. Comes from the box. Yep. The additional loss condition, the stage two escalation, and do so without dealing with an early blighted island flip. Spirits that have an easy time moving towns and explorers are also well suited. Mm-hmm. Habsburg is one of the adversaries where, because their towns already move on their own, tend to create situations where it's not that difficult to inland explorers. Mastering their migration ability and using it against them is very rewarding. Yeah. I agree with that. Obviously, yep. like they said, Stone takes the but yep. control people as well, as we saw from our list. And yeah, Downpour Finder did great. Yeah, River did great. River did great. All these controllers even, in the top five. <laughs> I even think even Green has that. I know it's just one yeah. card, but moving that town somewhere is Seriously, very yeah. useful. Field struck with growth. Next one, USS Gordon Captain 2. Not, the, not Captain One. The, oh, 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 Captain Two. Oh, okay. The second one. The okay, second gotcha, Captain. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Key- I was confused yeah, no. for a second. Forgive me. I know you know Captain One so well. Don't we all? <laughs> we all. Guy, great poker player. <laughs> he cheats. <laughs> Wait, not, what? Not Captain Two. <laughs> Hang on the comment. I like how we make the screenplay for a completely <laughs> fictional character. Oh, that Gordon captain. <laughs> the key to beating Habsburg monarchy is to move their towns into lands with blight or mm-hmm. move the blight into lands with towns. I forgot about this. There's those jagged earth cards that can gather and push blight. Yeah. I need to start looking for those more. Yeah. River surges and sunlight can e- stay. <laughs> My OG. Oh, river. Oh, river. Can stall by using wash away and their innate a bunch and stacking all the invaders into one land with blights. Mm-hmm. Use the level three and eight and one shot yeah, the invaders. Is, hey! Yep, yep, you read my mind. Fighting. You read my mind. I love doing that. <laughs> Other spirits can do similar things if they have cards that move towns like gnawing root biters. Yeah. One of those miners from the, I think the base. Right. It's a good one. Especially back against Asher. Back in the old days. And back in my day we Daddy, only Daddy. we could only move oh. two towns. Oh my back. Oh. <laughs> but it was a zero costing power. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, okay. <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> or using Habsburg's special rule to pull towns into lands with blight. The other main strategy is blight whack-a-mole. You add blight to lands intentionally, then clean it up afterwards. Very fun game. Yeah. Heart of the Wildfire encapsulates this strategy perfectly. Yes. The minor powers of drought and scour the land, oh. usually ones I pass, but... like Here, they're actually yeah. really great. And major powers like poison land and insatiable hunger of the swarm are especially powerful against the invaders since they add blight while doing damage. Right. Then you'll need some source of blight clearing to allow you to spam these powers over and, and over. over. Denying builds is also very easy. Unlike France, they don't have extra explorers. Unlike Prussia, they don't explore into many lands at once. And unlike England, they don't have any way of building into an empty land. Of adversaries, they're probably one of the easiest to deny the builds until at least their special rule comes up. Right on. One thing that's weaker against Habsburg is the Han defense. We spoke on this. Since Habsburg's standard town plus explorer setup will deal five damage instead of the normal three, assuming the town nearby will come in as well. Mm -hmm. The primary means of victory tend to be terror level three. Habsburg actually doesn't make many cities. So once you wipe those out, you can frequently just generate fear and stall to terror level three victory. Though the designers knew that you would need 44 fear per player to get to terror level three. Compare this to Russia requiring 48 fear. Right. to get to tear level four. So I agree, Captain number two. Yes, I do too. <laughs> With all that was said, again, usually these minor powers that I avoid, typically I'm like, yeah, it's good to destroy towns, but I don't want to add a blight with drought, you know? But now it's like, oh, this is perfect. It is. And I hadn't thought of denying builds where other adversaries, it's difficult to sometimes to deny builds. So I do like that strategy as well. I thought this was an interesting one. Don't mm. good luck with me trying to say this. De Young 87? Diango. De Young? I'll just take your word for it. De Young 87. <laughs> I used to think Wildfire was weak, but after forcing myself to play solo games, I've come to learn that they're extremely powerful as long as things don't spiral out of hand. In terms of Habsburg, Heart of the Wildfire is a hard counter. Yes. It doesn't care about the durability of the towns yes. because it places blight where it wants to destroy things, like you were saying, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And because it places blight on its own accord, Habsburg yep. Escalation does nothing against it. <laughs> One of the I easiest. I love being immune to that. It was so great. I was so jealous. Because <laughs> so River, you know, I'm not trying to blight the land. Right. They finish one of the easiest level six matchups I've ever had. Last comment. Hey. Wurt Ilk? Wurt Ilk? Man, Redditors, come on. <laughs> Some of these names. Any spirits that can do immense damage in one target land are very good against Habsburg. I think defensive spirits do generally worse. Habsburg tend to do too much damage for defense to be a good strat against right. them. Yep. You can skip actions, but not defend. Yep. And those are the Redditor comments. I agree with a lot of them, and I'm glad to see a lot more support for Wildfire here. Oh, a lot of people liking Wildfire yep. and just hard counter people are saying. Mm-hmm. What did BGG have to say? So, Pandemonium Heart comes in and says, Have you ever wanted to walk up to a bully, kick their butt, and take their lunch money? (laughs) Do you like feeling completely overpowered and laughing in the face of your weeping enemies? (laughs) How much do you like staring down a menacing opponent and saying, Come at me, bro. (laughs) 
If this sounds like a good time, Stone versus Hasberg is the matchup for you. Of all the matchups I've experienced, <laughs> this one feels like the most one-sided. Every aspect of Stone's kit counters Hasberg so well. Yeah. Combined with Stone just generally being a strong spirit, the battle can be a breeze. Oof. Because Hasberg's loss condition only cares about Blight taking off the card, while Stone can force Blight to come out of the box, they utterly nullifies the normally dangerous condition on their board. High level Habsburg requires you to Blight to deal with the Escalation and Town Durability, yeah. which can be an issue for some spirits who need some Blightless areas. Stone, meanwhile, does not care about Blight at all, meaning it can quickly weaken Habsburg's towns without having to give up anything to do so. Hasberg's signature town gather mechanic can be hard for spirits to defend against. Oh, yeah. But Stone can use it to its advantage, enhancing its counterattack and destroying more towns than it could otherwise. Other Blight spirits like Wildfire and Vengeance can do well also, but they don't top Stone. Stone was my go-to for high-level Hasberg, but I've played the matchup so much that it feels too easy now. Wow. But if you hate Hasberg and really want to crush it, Stone is the spirit to play. Well written, <laughs> Pandemonium. I hearts. love it. Oh, that beginning? I love, <laughs> I love that metaphor analogy. I love the comedy. Mike agrees with Pandemonium Hearts, saying, oh. you may as well play with no adversary if you go Stone versus Hasberg. That's basically how easy it is. Wow. <laughs> well, the loss condition, like everyone's saying, is just nullified. Yeah. Done for. Completely, completely nullified. Steve comes in to say, Hasberg is my most played adversary. Wow. Oh. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Who hurt you? (laughs) Yeah, why though? (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Steve. (laughs) I just came out of nowhere. (laughs) Why? (laughs) They're a fair challenge for most spirits, and the stage two escalation allows interesting counterplay. Oh, okay. After beating them on level six, I've dropped back to level three for most matches, as herds thrive in verdant lands combined with town movement is too much turn planning and frustration for a post-work game. Really quick, herds thrive in verdant lands. That's the level four ability that gives them durable and uh, extra. Oh, okay, okay. Lately, I've found adding elemental invocation Ooh. scenario can make Hasberg level three nasty. <laughs> With only a single stage one card, you're going to be slammed by the escalations before it's reduced by blight. The additional starting town and faster stage two means I'm scrambling to maintain the board and penny pinching for those essential elemental tokens. Mm. By the time the added fear card has an impact, the game is likely on the way to victory or I have already lost. With so many starting towns and additional towns coming in from the escalation effect, each inland build will likely add two additional towns and there's always an adjacent town to move into any lands I worked to clear. I'm curious to hear if there's other scenarios I combine well with this adversary. Cheers. Interesting. Cheers right back at you, Steve. Cheers as well. We both like elemental invocation. Yeah, I've only done it once, though. But I'd really like to see how some of these adversaries and scenarios match up. And at what difficulty certain truths about this matchup will enter. Yeah, if I can unlock my innates quicker, that's mm-hmm. huge against Habsburg. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what other ones Blitz maybe would be a fun one. Because you're just, like, trying to move before Blitz they get to... Blitz is just a fun time. Just a fun time. <laughs> and before they get to move around and gather for their Ravage, you can kind of maybe stop yeah. them in the fast, hopefully. So that'd be maybe. a fun one, I think. Hey, maybe we should try that sometime. Ooh, I'd be down. Yeah. Let's do it. 
it. Isaac comes in to say that Stone counters pretty much every Habsburg ability in the same way that Lure counters Russia. Lure, Lure, Lure. I also like Vengeance because its power scales with Blight. Mm. It isn't a question of countering Habsburg. It's just that Vengeance scales in power very quickly against them, and you can become super strong and overpower your adversary before the invaders do the same to you. Mm. Two very different matchups that make you use a spirit's abilities to the fullest extent and make for some very interesting games. I think I agree with Isaac. I would rather play a Vengeance or like you were saying a Wildfire compared to Stone. Mm-hmm. Stone cheats by not pulling it from the Blight card. I think I would have more fun in doing damage with Wildfire Vengeance. Yeah. Pushing back that way. I agree. Last but not least, T-Ips comes in to say that the Blight users are definitely the top dogs mm-hmm. when it comes to handling Habsburg. Yep. With Stone being the ravenous bulldog to Habsburg's recently neutered handbag dog. Oh, I love analogies. <laughs> I love it. But... <gasps> If we're combining strength with fun, I'd like to mention Shroud of Silent Mist. Ah! Oh, I think I love you. (laughs) Since you'll be blighting early game anyway to maximize fear generation, Mm. yes you are, Hasburg introduces a fun minigame of chasing around damaged invaders, (laughs) or even better, sending them right to you. (laughs) You can almost feel their inner despair as their futile escape attempt once again (laughs) is thwarted by the ever-looming Shroud of Suffering. Heart emoji. <laughs> I hadn't read this yet. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love it. Woo. You can almost feel their inner despair as their futile escape attempt once again is thwarted by the ever looming shroud of suffering. Heart, Heart emoji. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> You can really get some insane fear generation going with this combo. Usually, you can get a quick level 3 fear victory, since they hardly build cities anyway. Mm. The increased number of towns are only a benefit to a spirit who does damage per invader. I may be biased since it's my favorite spirit, but dang it, I had fun! <laughs> Party motion. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, fam. Mist T- is my favorite from Jagged Earth as well. Yeah, T-Ips, I agree. That was funny. <laughs> Thank you for that. Again, I like hearing some variety. Oh. It's a, like, Obviously, thank yes. you for everyone who contributed, but I yes. do like hearing about yes. Miss. Thank you to everyone who participated. Your feedback invigorates these episodes, and I love seeing your feedback. I love seeing the comedy. I love seeing the creativity that all y'all put into this as well. Oh, we are so appreciative of everyone that contributes. Yep. Even if you just vote, that one vote right. just goes a long way. It does. And it stirs a conversation and just makes us think about spirits differently. Right. Oh, and I love having a tangible number I can mm-hmm. work with. Me too. With a feeling in my head as well why this was good or why that was good or something. I had a fun thought Ooh. that T-Ips popped into my brain. Hmm. So, obviously, T-Ips was talking about Mist. You mm-hmm. love playing Mist. It would be a fun game if I played Vengeance, you played Mist, where those spirits used to be one. Yeah. And, oh. and now we're kind of back yes. as one. Fighting against Habsburg, that'd be kind of cool. Why have we never thought about this? I know. It just popped in my brain. It was T-Ips. There you go. T-Ips, look what you've done. Another theme game. <laughs> where two become one. We need to do a Dragon Ball Z fusion and form Blob Miss. <laughs> oh, Blobby. Blobby. He's so cute. Miss of Oblivion and Reaching Grasp. He's so fat. <laughs> I want to poke him. <laughs> Ooh, this has been a fun one. <laughs> this has been fun. I hope you guys are having as much fun as we are 
with these community-driven episodes. I have just so much fun. I've said it before. I'm sorry if you're tired of hearing me say it, but I'll keep saying it. I love seeing all of your feedback. I love being integrated with all of the people's comments and whatnot. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, this community, we say it many times, is an awesome board game community. Yep. And we love feeling so part of it, attached to it, with it, just interacting with everyone. It's been so cool. That's right. So, if your name is Pandemonium Heart, or Mike, or Steve, or Isaac, or T. Ips, give yourself a pat on the back, because guess what? You're awesome, you're cool, and I love you. Wait, don't forget about Gordon Captain 2! <laughs> the second! Tenet of Mel- That's right! <laughs> Wurtz Tiggle. Wurtz, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> yes, thank you for all your comments. Thanks again, guys. So, until next time, we have a fun surprise coming next week. Ooh! What could it be? Spoilers, don't don't say. Okay, well, okay. don't forget about Brandenburg Pressure. They'll be the next adversary we take on. So, all right, guys, that's all for today. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. Hey everyone, Editing Ryan here. I hope you are thoroughly enjoying the Adversary series. As we've stated in the past, these episodes are so much fun for us to make. I love getting to see you all and to hear all of your inputs with the various topics we discuss. And I genuinely hope that all of you out there appreciate these episodes as much as we do. Keeping community integration as an increasing priority on this podcast, we need your help once again. But this time, it's not for an adversary. This time, we have a fun one-shot episode that's upcoming that I'd love your feedback for. One thing we see a lot in this Spirit Island community are people talking about the strongest characters, or maybe the best combos and whatnot. We see tier lists describing the quality of various spirits within the roster, as well as discussions on the best counterpicks for certain setups. As you know, we've lent our own voices to inquiries such as these a time or two. But we're curious, what about the characters who are just simply fun? Who do you all like to play with? Not necessarily because they're overpowered, but because you just have a great time with them. Regardless of how viable they are on high levels, or how fast they can clear a board, who do you have the most fun with. Just for a moment, cast aside all other considerations and ponder who comes to mind when pure fun is what you want. We'd love to know. If you'd like to contribute your thoughts on the matter, you can go to our post on Reddit, BoardGameGeek, or Facebook. I'll put the links to all three of those in the description of this episode. Okay, that's all for today, folks. I'll catch you guys next time.